the volume. This Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY for New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hey guys, happy Saturday. Welcome to the sessions. Assuming that you're listening to this on a Saturday when it drops, maybe it's Sunday, Monday. Who can say when you're listening, but I'm recording this for a Saturday drop. And this one's like a fun little sessions extra so i don't know if you guys saw over on either my instagram or over on the cincinnati Bengals instagram but we did a really cool little collab this week um you know i'm in town new to cincinnati i of course would love to do some work with the cincinnati Bengals, um and so the opportunity presented itself and i got to go down to now known as paycor stadium um, and I got to interview um, Chidobe Owuzie. Uh, he is the cornerback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Absolutely lovely human being. Great first guest that I got to hang out with uh, as a part of the Bengals organization to just like shoot the breeze with. It was super, super fun. And man, what a time to go down there just to like check out the stadium, see what's going on with the Bengals. Um, I got to hang out there for a little bit and just like, you know, kind of get into the belly of the beast. I've been to a Bills game before, but I've never really been inside a stadium outside of a WWE show. So it was really cool to kind of be there on, you know, a practice day for the team when not a whole lot's going on, you know, except for them. But it's not like there's like media and tons of fans or anything like that in the stadium. So it was really cool to kind of feel like, yeah, like the, the run of the place to just kind of check things out. It was awesome. It was so, so cool. Hopefully there will be more to come throughout the rest of the season. Who can say? I have no idea. But I just know that I had a really, really fun time and they were uh, so kind to pass off the audio to us here at The Volume so that we could present you guys a really special little Saturday edition of the sessions while we head into week one of the NFL season. Uh, Of course, the Bengals will be taking on the Steelers. They're going to crush them. Everybody wait. We are kicking off the season spicy hot. That's what's happening. Um, All right, guys, without further ado, let's get into it. This is my interview with Cheeto 
He is the man. You guys are going to love him. I hope that you get to learn a little bit more about this guy from this interview. Here we go. Hey, guys. I'm Renee Paquette hanging out here with Chidobe Awuzie. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. You said my name right, too. So yes, I, I my, did. Made my mood a little better, too. It's good. <laughs> Don't think I wasn't practicing it on my way here. There's no way I was going to botch that. I, I refuse. Can I call you Cheeto? Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Excellent. Um, I would also like to start this interview off by saying that it was very stressful getting ready for this interview outfit wise okay because you don't mess around when it comes to fashion so i couldn't show up in like some sludge outfit so what all goes into your fashion because i mean we've got a little taste of it behind you yeah, here a little bit a little bit you, um, do you have your own clothing line too is this true yeah i'm trying to start a um basically african inspired uh clothing line you know using premium fabrics but everything's made in nigeria mm -hmm. you know i feel like um in the fashion space we haven't really experienced African fashion. And I, last year, you know, before games, a lot of the players know. Some people are, that, that tune in a little bit know that I, I'll wear traditional um, Nigerian wear and I try to make it look modern. So that fashion. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of fun with it for sure. I have nice. a lot of fun with it. And, you know, hopefully people will see it and you know, when we're ready to launch, people will want to experience it too. So. When are you going to launch it? Um, Pretty soon. Okay. <laughs> pretty soon. I have yeah. the website already done. Um, we have tailors ready. The main thing right now is just getting the premium fabrics and the craftsmanship down. I don't want to give anybody some, you know, trash. No, 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 <laughs> Especially no. Especially putting no. my name on it. No, they're beautiful. When I was like looking like just through your Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, look mm -hmm. at you. Mm -hmm. Look at these outfits. Trying, they're trying. beautiful. You. Um, you guys all have a pretty like tight fashion game. Who do you think has the best fashion on the team? That's a hard question. I will say Joe Burrow, if he wears something, it's going to get the most national pool. So I think with the Cartiers, it's crazy because we were in Vegas uh, for the fight, yes. um, the UFC fight. And it was me, Joey, and Jesse. And the lady that was helping us was like, because uh, Joe was looking at Cartier's, like some more Cartier's. And she was like, oh, you know, there's this guy, Joe Burrow, who made these ones very popular. <laughs> and Joe's, that I swear, and Joe's like... <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm Joe Burrow. Nice like, yeah, that was, that was crazy. So, like, he really made those um, glasses That's popular. So, so funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Joe. He probably has the most national, you know, if he, if he puts something on, they're going to they're gonna yeah. notice it. Yeah. Who's got the worst? <laughs> <laughs> I won't Who say needs the, a little love? Okay, I won't say the worst. I'll say someone has the biggest surprise element would have to be Eli. Okay. <laughs> he has a lot of swag and fashion, but when he came to the Super Bowl with that robe, like, I don't know if people saw that, but he came in like a Versace or a Fendi, something robe mm -hmm. to the Super Bowl. It was like, all right, this is Eli. <laughs> so it was just hilarious. Was I like hilarious. the like surprise element. I'm like, yeah. what are we going to get here? But you know what? Kudos. You got to throw something against the wall sometimes. See exactly. if it's going to stick. Exactly. Try it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I've also heard that you are like the Bobby Fisher of the Bengals in terms of your chess skills. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. How did you become a chess player? Did you always know how to play chess? You learned it when it came in the locker room. I learned um college you know i was in econ class and you know two of my teammates at the time uh we would go to that class and we would pay attention for the most part but you know in the new age you had your laptops out professional might be talking to somebody else we'd pull up chess <laughs> and we started playing and it got real competitive to the point where real rebels out there just playing chess during <laughs> yeah you know it's the competitive spirit behind it and you know when you lose in chess you just feel like this person's smarter than me mm. does he have two heads or something why is he smarter than me so then you want to learn how to get better. So, you know, I kind of just continued on to what it's become now. What about the parallels between like the mental sharpness and your physical sharpness out on the field? Do you think that playing chess is something that really kind of helps keep you in the game? Oh, no, for sure. Um, 
chess is, you know, a lot of people say it's like the game of, or like war, essentially mm-hmm. war. And pretty much any game that takes any type of mental intelligence or, you know, processing, you could compare it to life, you know, because people say life is a game. So anything that has to do with, you know, football, whether it's, you know, these businesses I'm trying to start, you know, chess has allowed me to kind of like prioritize things and pattern recognize. Um, when I see something, mm. certain thing, I'm able to respond a certain way. Just like if I'm on the chess board, someone puts me in a position that I've seen before. I'm like, oh, I did this before and it didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, that works now. Okay, let me keep doing this. And now we move on to the next move. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where I think it relates to everything in life. Did you watch Queen's Gambit when it came I out? Did, I did. It's so good, It was huh? really good. And honestly, it was a perfect time because obviously I had been playing chess before that, but mm. um, me and Amari Cooper, one of my good friends who plays on the Browns, um, we play chess every day. And people would always walk by. And, you know, we didn't really have too many people trying to play with us. Mm-hmm. They probably thought it was intimidating because they didn't want to lose. <laughs> chess <But> is intimidating. <laughs> it is. Very it is. intimidating. But then when Queen's Gambit came out, we had, like, spectators. Like, people would come by, oh, I've been learning to play chess, <laughs> da, 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 this and that. So, you know, it was really good for the game of chess. So, yeah. Uh, what about ping pong? I hear there's ping pong tables in the locker room yeah, now. Man. Hey, I'll tell you what. I think we're one of the most interesting teams. I'll put, I'll put it out there. I okay. think we are. If you go in the locker room, you're going to see a lot of action <laughs> outside of just practice um people playing ping pong uh there's a couple players that know how to really spin it good Ooh, yeah so okay. you know Work I, on that backhand I, yeah backhand all that kind of stuff so okay. it, it gets real fun in there for sure people oh, people are that. staying a little later than they usually have <laughs> <laughs> just stay in the locker room yeah. hang out put on some music yeah. get the ping pong tournament up and running exactly um let's talk a little nigerian food okay what is like the quintessential home-cooked meal for you if i were to go have nigerian yeah. food what would you want me to have if you were to have Nigerian food, I would definitely start you off with jollof rice. And jollof rice is basically a tomato-based, um, you know, stew mixed with rice. And it's spicy. It has, like, your, your, your great uh, seasoned flavor. Um, you could put bitter leaf in it. You could put chicken, fish, bitter beef. Leaf. Yeah. Bitter leaf. Yeah. And that's, you know, healthy digestive system. So all of our food, honestly, a lot of our food is technically vegan. Like oh, if you really? cook it correctly, yeah. But if you remove the meat from it, you know, we have vegetable soup. Yeah. We have pounded yam with okra soup, mm. um, pepper soup. We have yams. So we eat a lot of stuff that's um, very clean and healthy, but it just depends how you make it. But I would definitely start you off with jollof okay. rice. Okay. Yeah. All right. My mom's coming today, too. So oh, maybe I'll have, bring some for the tan. I don't Yay. know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You get so pumped when your mom gets to come Man, out. I love it because, you know, Uber Eats gets, Uber Eats, <laughs> Uber Eats gets mad, but yeah. I get happy for sure. <laughs> totally. Nothing like a good mom cooked meal. Football fans, check out the Three and Out podcast with John Middlecoff only on the Volume Podcast Network. John brings his unique perspective as an ex-NFL scout to the volume to break down all the news around the NFL and college football. Whether you're looking for game predictions, coaching searches, the ins and outs of the NFL front office, even an occasional golf tip, John has you covered. Download 3 and Out with John Middlecoff, only on the Volume Podcast Network. So this is your second season here in Cincinnati. Before we talk a little football, uh, the city. What are you loving about the city of Cincinnati? I was just telling you I also just moved here. I'm figuring it out. Where are your spots? What are you into? Food. Yes, there's a <laughs> I, lot of good food. Yeah, there's a lot of good food. And, you know, we even had a thing called Taste of the Bengals maybe last week or two weeks ago. And, you know, we got to experience a lot of the restaurants, local restaurants around the city. And I thought I was well-aversed in the area, like, because I was trying a lot of stuff last year. And even this year I was, but... Did you see you had the chili? No. You did? <laughs> That's one thing that I haven't, you know, 
got mustered up the courage oh for it. Oh my gosh! How <laughs> would you guys let this happen? This should be illegal. <laughs> I mean, there's a yeah, there's a couple of people in that locker room. I don't know if they had it either, but <laughs> I don't put anybody on blast. <laughs> um, okay, so season two, we are just about in it. We are here. How are you feeling? What are the pressures like right now coming into the second season with the Bengals for you? Man, it's just a quiet confidence, I would say. You know, really throughout the whole team, um, obviously where we've been, that's kind of like the foundation now. You know, we, we know how to get there. Um, a lot of the guys, you know, just seeing from OTAs to now have gotten a lot better from last year, mm -hmm. you know, at this point. And teams are going to start looking at after us as, you know, a team to – you know, contend with, you know, yeah. before they were kind of looking at us like, we'll see who they are type of thing. Mm -hmm. But now they know it's not a fluke. So we know that there's going to be targets on our back. But I just feel like there's quiet confidence on our team. And I think when we go out there, people are going to realize, you know, who the Bengals really are. Because, you know, one thing about this league, you could do it one year, but you have to do it two years yeah. for people to really respect you. So this is our year to really earn that respect and try to become a dynasty, really, Certainly. you know, a franchise that, you know, is respected. How exciting does it feel to be like a part of something like that? Not from the get-go, I mean, but I mean, from the season that you had last year compared to, you know, the previous seasons, but for you to be here kind of on like the ground level right now, as this dynasty is being built, you feel that, that like synergy happening? No, for sure. And, um, you know, when I signed here, that was kind of the idea. And I'm sure like guys like Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton, um, Von Bell, DJ Reader, all those guys that signed here, you know, kind of had that same vision in mind, like being a part of something special. You know, usually in college, you may be a part of that. High school, you may be a part of that. But in the NFL, it's real rare because, yeah. you know, you have a lot of guys focused on the business, um, you know, trying to make enough money for their families. But here it's like that added element of like, this is just a little more important, you know, so yeah. it's beautiful to be a part of. It's so cool. I mean, it's so fun to see. And I moved to Cincinnati just in time okay, to perfect. be a part of the whole thing. <laughs> it's so great. Um, why did you come to Cincinnati? What was it about the Bengals that that kind of made that seem like the destination for you? And was there anyone you were kind of talking to that was kind of giving you the Iggy on what's going on here? Well, I would say, I, to be completely honest, when I first heard, the Bengals were the first team that called me. When I first heard them, I was like, you know, let's wait a little bit. Let's see what else is out there. But I didn't really know the Bengals. But then, I, you know, I started to, you know, look at the roster and, like, kind of what was going on. And uh, Coach Zach Taylor, um, you know, the type of guy he was, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this team's actually very, like, interesting. And then more research, and I was able to visit here. And everything just kept adding up, adding up, adding up. And for me, you know, I've always played my best football when I feel like I'm part of, like, the team's movement to be good you know I'm not just like a guy on the side like I feel like I'm really in the locker room talking to the guys um, in the meeting rooms uh, you know challenging uh, our systems to try to make them better and then obviously going out there and making plays and playing with brothers that love football and I feel like when I got here it was everything I ever wanted yeah. plus more and in my mind it was just like God has given me what I need Cheeto what are you going to do with it you feel yeah. me? So I kind of, in my mind, just kept saying, like, it's on me. <laughs> Did you feel like you had a little bit of a chip on your shoulder coming in here to, like, really prove to people exactly what you could do? For sure. You know, last year, like, I, I, very early, like, right after the season, like, I told myself this year is going to be about respect. And I have to take complete ownership of whatever I put out there and however I arrived to whatever team I was going to be on. So, you know, very early in the offseason, I was working out, got my routine down. You know, I wasn't relying on you know, specific trainers or um, other people to kind of guide my offseason. You know, I took complete ownership of it. And like I said, you know, I'm going to get my PT, I'm going to get my speed work, my DB work, lifting, you know, stretching, 
yoga, all that type of stuff. Like I just did it all and it was daily. And I feel like I created a routine where it was gonna make me my best self. And um, I think that definitely had to do with everything about that chip on the shoulder. You know, I just want respect in this league and I want to provide for my family. So Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm so pumped to see what you guys do this season and I can't believe it's here. Oh my gosh. Um, before we wrap up here with you, I can't help but notice this photo behind you, this, the outfit. And a theme that I noticed while I was scrolling through the IG mm. is the anime. Yeah. What's with the anime? I'm a big anime fan. Like, what, what are the shows? What are the movies? Who are the characters? Yeah, so, you know, I started with Naruto. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I've heard of it. Okay, Naruto. Then, you know, actually, Dragon Ball Z, way mm -hmm. back. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about oh, that. Yeah. And then um, I started just watching different shows. Um, One Piece is one of my favorite shows. And, you know, think about anime that, like, people may see it as cartoons and stuff, but it's actually really dramatic. And you have an anime character bulging their eyes out and tears flowing down their eyes and their mouth, like, drop to their stomach. Like, that's not something a regular actor can do. So there's just, like, different emotional expressions and the storylines, the backstories are really cool. And it's led me to, you know, meet some really cool people. Like, I met the owner of Funimation, oh, the wow. people who actually made Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Like, yeah, his son is one of my good friends now. And um, it led me to also meet another guy who we're working on African comics. You know, no way. yeah, working on African comics, and that's one thing about me. You know, I I, I like to do a lot of different things. I and, can see yeah, this. I'm passionate. Well, WWE, I was passionate yeah. about that too. Growing <laughs> up, you know, I was a big HBK fan, uh -oh. DX, the Hardy Boys, all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, you know, so um, I feel like when I came here. I got my routine down. I was able to explore a lot of different things that I'm passionate about, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with African characters in anime? Yeah, so I want to just tell real stories. And, um, you know, again, I want to bring African culture to the Western world. I feel like we haven't really experienced the history, mm -hmm. um, some of the cool things, the food even. Um, you can't, like, drive down the street and say you probably have seen an African restaurant sure. probably before. So, sure. you know, just everything that has to do with that, you know, I feel like in my position... I'm able to kind of bring that to the Western world for everybody to experience, you know? So um, that's one of the things that I definitely am just passionate about. So cool. Well, listen, I know you're a busy man. You got lots of things to do. But my final question to you, what do you want your legacy to be in football? Last year, one of, my, one of our teammates here, um, Rico Allen, Ricardo Allen, asked me, like, what do you love about football so much? And it was kind of similar. And to me, it was, I told him the history, you know, like in this life, you don't have too many ways to be remembered, you know? And I feel like when you play football, you're automatically etched into some book, you know, for something. And then if you do really well in football, you're etched into a different book, you know? So um, for me, this is like my stamp on the public world. You know, if, if I were to pass or do something, they'd type in Chilobay, I was here, you know, he was a football player. You know, so, you know, that's what I love about it. It gives people the opportunity to edge their part in this game and to edge their part amongst their family, communities. Um, you know, there may be a little kid who has a name similar to mine or someone who's from where I'm from, San Jose, California, and sees my name and, and automatically thinks that they could do that, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's really important um, just to be a part of this history and, and putting out the best possible name I can. So Hell yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. It was really nice to meet you. I cannot wait to see you guys crush it this season. Appreciate it. Appreciate Go get it. it. I'm going to be at some games. I'll bring you some chili. Say less. I'll be good. <laughs> It'll be homemade, I promise. <laughs> A huge, huge thank you to Cheeto for hanging out with me, giving me some time during what is, oh my God, what a 
crazy time to sit down and be like, can I have a little bit of time to hang out with you as we're heading into week one of the season? Um, So hats off to you, Cheeto, for hanging out with me. And also a massive shout out to the Bengals for giving me this opportunity to be able to go down and hang out with some of their guys. And yeah, just kind of check out what's going on with the Bengals ahead of the season kicking off. So best of luck to the Bengals throughout this entire season. I know all eyes are on the Bengals, big targets on their back coming into the season after the incredible season that they had last year. So really, really looking forward to watching. I cannot wait to go down to a game. I have not been down yet. So yeah, that is like tippy top of my bucket list to knock out ASAP. So that will be happening. Um, All right, guys, have a great weekend. This has been the sessions. Plenty more to come. And hey, maybe hopefully a little more football in our lives. Actually, that being said, the episode dropping on Tuesday has plenty more football in your lives because I'm going to be joined by the one, the only, the GOAT of broadcasters, the woman that just laid the path for women like me to step into this world, Erin Andrews is on the session. So make sure to, um, you know, subscribe, like, check all those things off so that you can make sure that you get your ears and your eyes on that episode. Also, if you want to see this episode of this like little abbreviated interview that I got to do with Chidobe, you can head on over to the Bengals YouTube page because it's all up on there for the full length episode of me and Cheeto. Check it out. I'm out of here. Guys, have a great weekend. This has been The Sessions.